Hello everyone, thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Murungi. Welcome to our podcast, Hapakule. Hey y'all, um, this is Fatu. Welcome to our podcast. Today we are going to talk about um, <clears throat> living in Japan, but from a religious perspective. And we are glad we are joined with very interesting brothers and sisters. We'll start with the lady. Please introduce yourself. Hello everyone. I'm Ashley. I am from Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. I am so glad to be having this podcast with you guys. It's a, a new experience for me. So I'm quite excited about this. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Then we'll have, me. we'll have our other brother from the northern part of Japan. Hello, uh, my name is Edrisa. Uh, some people call me Eddie. I am from the Gambia and currently in Obihiro, daily PhD. Yeah, so Obihiro, Hokkaido, yes. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. And my brother, Papa, please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. Um, this is Eddie Zandamela from Mozambique. Um, nice to meet you. So guys, without further ado, um, please tell us more about your religious affiliations and uh, most importantly, at what age did you start understanding religion as a concept in your life? We'll start with the lady. The ladies! Ashley. Oh, okay. Um... Well, to start, I was born in a Christian family. My parents have always been Christians um, from way back. So basically, my whole family has a Christian background. But um, as I grew up, I then went to an Adventist school. That was how I then um, became more affiliated to Adventism. So there's Christianity as a whole, then there's uh, Adventism, uh, like Seventh-day Adventist Church. That's where I go to. And uh, in Japan, um, there is a Seventh-day Adventist Church close to where I live. So it has been quite um, easy for me to have like a transition from being an Adventist home and being Adventist here in Japan. So in that area, I did not face any challenges at all. I was quite fortunate to be able to find my church here. Uh, is the community feeling the same as back home? Uh, it's a bit different uh, because of language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bit different because yeah. of language. But they have to um, come up with an international group for international people um, from all over the world. So the international group is comprised of people from Jamaica, Philippines, uh, Indonesia, like Kenya, uh, United Kingdom, United States of America. Yeah. So I think because of the international group, uh, church also became easier for us because we can at least worship together and understand. Okay. 
For me, um, yeah, I was also born in a like um, Muslim um, family. Um, my mom and dad we are Muslims. Um, previously, my mom, my dad was a Christian, but he converted, and then before marrying my mom, he was a he became uh, a Muslim. That's why I have the surname Williams. I but see. yeah, so but I was um, brought up in a Muslim home. Um, we went to school. The school was like a Christian school, but after school we usually have Arabic classes where we study Quran. So that is always the the daily thing. Like after school, uh, we have the Quran studies. So through that, we were able to um, learn a lot about the Quran. The Quran is the holy book for for Muslims, mm. and um, so through that, um, that's how I was brought up. And um, um, coming to Japan, um, already I I'm, I'm, I already learned the Quran. Um, but with that, with but with regards to religious practices like praying and fasting. I still uphold those. Um, I still pray five times a day. I still fast and um, do the daily things um, as a Muslim, basically. Yeah, so coming to Japan, nothing has changed much with regards to how I practice my faith. Um, so, yeah. Well, I personally feel like I might be a mixture of all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> my... It's really interesting. My maternal grandfather was muslim then he converted to christian then uh before he passed away he converted to the faith of unity but my mom therefore grew up in a mostly christian environment my dad on the other hand he did grow up in a catholic not just christian catholic staunch catholic our family but i think as men in the african society religion is not so ingrained in them i don't know at least from from where i come from uh. so <clears throat> my dad is not really practicing he's like yo uh this god thing i really don't get it i live one day at a time and we see what happens you know so when we were younger we went to church uh, but my mom later converted to faith of unity and as children usually you follow your mother so we also started practicing in the faith of unity uh, my father uh, he had a few issues here and there but he i think now he has let life be <laughs> um, but the other thing is that i grew up in a mostly muslim uh, neighborhood my neighborhood was filled with Muslims. There was a mosque. Like uh, 90% of our neighbors are Muslims. So actually one of my childhood friends, like one of my best friends from childhood, is Muslim. So I kind of feel like I had a bit of both worlds. A little, okay. bit, a little bit of both worlds. I went to a, a, a Catholic high school for six years. Uh -huh. and uh, some of the rules were like oh you're not supposed to convert people or oh, you're not supposed to tell people about your religion so we're all uh. we're all forced to practice the catholic way okay so and there were nuns in the school anyone who's going to a school with nuns knows the up and down yeah? so yeah that is for me that is basically my but uh, right now i believe in god I guess. Yeah. Yes. 
Idris, 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 oh, okay, all right, <laughs> sorry, because the network is it's not very strong right now. Yes, uh, actually, like for me too, I was born in a Muslim family. Uh, my family has been Muslims as far as I can remember uh, in the my family progeny for many generations. So, and uh, my dad was a very devoted Muslim. So when I was growing up, I actually didn't, I can't remember when I started becoming like, knowing religion. I grew up knowing about religion, you know, and uh, where I was, uh, I was brought up, uh, it was actually Islam, the only religion in the area. Many people there are Muslims. Even in my primary school, you know, we had like an Islamic uh, teacher, like an Arabic, like he teaches about the Quran and about Islam. So I didn't know much about Christianity until in the junior school. Then I started having interaction with like Christians in my school. You know, then that's how I get it, uh, get to know about other religions. So when I was young, uh, coming before I entered like uh, primary one, my dad wanted to take me to the madrasa. Like madrasa is the informal Islamic schools that yeah. there are people, uh, some places like in the Gambia that are. Uh, like the islamic scholars that teach people about islam so you know in where i live at the time there was a big village there so they have so much of those so i see those kids they were suffering because they don't live with their parents so they live with only their islamic school teacher and he cannot cater for for their needs because there are about hundreds of kids under one person so when my dad tell me about that because i was having like a half brother he will he will say like how he will take that guy to school and he will take me to madrasa then i will be crying because I will say i'm gonna be suffering you know so I used to be so because there's a uh, uh, a big uh, religious town in Tanzania Senegal called Madina Guna. So he told, he said he was gonna take me there because he have some relatives in that school. So he said he's gonna take me there. So at the time when I thought about, it, I used to be crying. So but you know, <laughs> just a year before that happened, I got sick because I was so prone to malaria and illnesses. So he decided he said, let you know, it's not safe to take you away from home. You know, you may get sick and it may be detrimental to you. So he decided to take me to school. Okay. So that's how I became, you know, uh, went to English formal school. You know, so but then, you know, I was also learning the Quran at home. You know, then I also study about my religion. So in high school, you know, that's where I get interacted with many Christians. For instance, because I was living in a boarding school in my high school. So my junior boy, like when I was in grade 12, 11, then a junior, like a grade 10 come, then he would be under my care, like my junior boy. So he was a Christian. So there, he has a Bible. So sometimes I would read his Bible, you know, then that's how I know a lot about Christianity also. So then him also, like my grade 12 also, his junior also was also a Christian. So, you know, then both of them. So I, I you know, we are very close together. So that and that guy, we become very close. Recently, you know, he is a Muslim now because like two years ago, we get contact. He changed his name. So he told me now he's a Muslim. I don't know why, but okay. he's now a very devoted Muslim. Yeah. So, so then. But, but Idrissa, um, how, how, has your, how has your faith changed or improved when, when you came back to Japan, when you came to Japan? Has anything yeah, changed in, in regards Japan, to your practices? Actually. Yeah, for me, like personally, to be a Muslim in Japan is not easy for me. That's how I see it. It doesn't mean like Japan society, they don't discriminate you. There is nothing about discrimination or anything. But because of the overwhelming population of the country is not Muslim, 
and you know so it's very hard for instance from the food and even prayers for instance like a muslim should pray five times a day so when i leave my house it's very difficult to find a place to, to, to pray you know you know i find it uncomfortable just to go around you know and start praying like in gambia mm -hmm. because overwhelming population of the country is muslim so you can go just walk into someone's house and tell them i want to pray they will give you water you know and uh, they will give you a space to pray you know you can go right. you can also what do you, ask, <laughs> how do you so go about normally, praying so five normally, times a day pardon? how do you go about praying five times a day yeah, i mean if you if if i go out if i go out of my house if i was if i didn't find a place for instance mm -hmm. uh if i'm not going to someone else's house mm -hmm. or like maybe to go and lodge in a hotel i have to you know i cannot pray within that you know until i get back home so that is really difficult for me that's really really difficult you know finding a place and also the food because most japanese food is not halal you know yes. or even if it is like seafood which is presumed halal but it is sometimes cooked in the same you know fryers with with non-halal food for instance pork so that is really difficult and they also use a lot of uh, uh how do you call it alcohol in their food you know many japanese food have some alcohol content in it you know they lose there are a lot of sake and others in their food so that makes it non-halal for muslims to eat i see i see yes so that is something that is really really hard you know mm. so wilson what has been your experience you know what is your religious background like and uh, how has it changed or... coming to japan mm. Mm. okay um <laughs> first of all my uh, my uh, christianity uh was a little bit complicated because i was born in a catholic church mm -hmm. uh my family is so catholic and that's how i grew up and then suddenly when i was 20 23 24 years old i decided to convert to the protestant church so being uh pentecostal uh, so um this um, changed a lot of things in my life uh, because first I had to deal with my family who was like completely Catholic and then now I'm believing in a different perspective of Christianity, of course. Uh, so now I believe on Holy Spirit, I'm, I believe on libertation, I believe on all this um, move of the 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 holy spirit so um when i came to japan i was uh in the beginning of my new experience on my um, uh, new christianity talking about being uh pentecostal so i was used but just before you came to japan or it be it had been years before yeah, three years before um, I was oh, I was uh, Pentecostal. Three years before I came to Japan, I was Pentecostal. So when I when I arrived in Japan, I was Pentecostal, and I was expecting like finding a church that um, make the, the the noise that I'm used to, like people <laughs> praying the way I used to do. You know, in my country, then, they're trying to put like. Um, should I say a minimum level of noise from Pentecostal churches because the neighbors constantly complain? I don't oh. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'll use it to that. For me, church was a place that I, I will see people crying. I'll see uh, <laughs> wow. demons. I'll see like uh, a noise. I will, I will listen to music, like loud music, mm -hmm. those kind of things. So yeah. um, when I came here, like uh, in Assembly of God, the same uh, movement in Japan was completely different. First was the language barrier. Um, I'm, I'm from Mozambique, as I told you, and I used to speak uh, Portuguese in my country. And then now I have to attend to this service in English was uh, really challenging for me. Uh, secondly, uh, some I changed a lot of church when I arrived. I, I tried to find which which one sweep a little bit more to my uh, personality. So the first one was um, the, the pastor was very, very quiet for me. And the church mm. was so surprised <laughs> for me. Was he Japanese? So yeah, which was not good for me because, mm. uh, you know, in Japan, people will control time for praying time for singing and oh. like okay the holy spirit must control everything that's how <laughs> it used to be in africa you know if i feel like how i want to pray a little bit more i want to pray a little mm, bit more yeah control like you'll have five minutes to sing yeah. you'll have like five minutes to pray and then mm. usually um back in mozambique we can pray like 30 minutes one hour yeah. and then that's not even enough for us but here you pray like just five minutes in the beginning of the service and then after the ceremony he will close like praying like for three minutes so wow. i was feeling but okay i think i'm, <laughs> I'm wasting my time coming here oh, so no. then i another place and another place and then i realized that um this is japan and uh, they are all the same uh, they they have their own culture and their own way to uh praise god and then i start connecting with uh, other christians uh so we started having like a gathering i i have a friend who is canadian who is christian also mm. and then connecting with different uh kind of Christians in Japan help it uh, a little bit to understand uh, the Christianity deeply because in Africa I can believe like in my country especially I can believe that we are trained to um, believe that we belong to a church which is better than another we believe mm -hmm. that okay this is my church this mm -hmm. is my pastor mm -hmm. this is my people this is my custom, this is my tradition, because in your church, uh, you can't wear this, you can't wear that, we do this, and then you don't do that. So here, um, I started realizing that um, I was wrong. We are the same, we are Christians, mm -hmm. uh, and we are all the same in the mm -hmm. eyes of God. So we don't need to fight. Uh, we we can we can survive without fighting, and we don't need this uh, church thing to to gather and so on and so forth. So I started okay. having this meeting with um, with friends, and then we had dinner, and then we started praying, and yeah. So this this was um, 
my experience so far. So do you go to a particular church or do you have the gathering somewhere with the people that you are? Oh, yeah, actually now I'm not going to a certain church. I'm mm-hmm. just having gardening with, with, with friends and then oh I attend some okay. events, specific events. Is it yeah. Um, Sunday or you guys just decide when you have time, then you gather? Um usually we have our meetings on Thursday. So uh-huh. we don't have Sunday, so so everything has changed a lot. Everything changed like completely. I was used to go like to a church every day, like five times a week, or sometimes even seven days a week. And then in Japan, I I started like developing self. Um, how can I say? Now I I I can pray with my family, uh, Mm -hmm. living with my my kid and then we can have our own service at home so that's good in relation to that um japan seems to welcome very many other religions or more like religious events something that you might that we might find a bit strange because uh it's okay uganda is a sort of a we've come to a point whereby we celebrate when it's Eid. We're all waiting for the moon. Like, when is the moon coming out? It better be on a Friday so that you know we can have a holiday. So maybe Christians may not, maybe Christians may not really celebrate Eid, but we celebrate the holiday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's Christmas, the Muslims are happy because it's a holiday, not because it is Christmas, you know? So coming to Japan, I felt like, just welcoming everything valentine christmas uh, i'm waiting to see if they'll you know invite Edi and uh, easter to make it some sort of holiday how how did you view that when you came to japan because i personally found them celebrating christmas Christmas. strange (laughs) i find it a bit strange that, that was the most amazing experience that i had here because i was um the first time I attended an ED ceremony was here in Japan. In my school, uh, the Muslim organized uh, the ED part, and then a friend, actually Fatu, invited me. And then I, I joined and was really nice. Um, we had a really good food there. So I started attending to the ED. I, I went there in 2017 and then last year also, yeah, because the food is good. Um, uh, yeah, that was really interesting. Um, well, and so then I'm saying that uh, people in Mozambique are predominantly Christian, like you have a very, very small Muslim population, or is it non existent? It's half half, but I'm from the south part, which is um, which is more Christian than like the north part is, is completely Muslim, so, so we have like the probability of your neighbor being muslim is almost zero where you yeah yeah yeah. yes yes only the elites and the elites like the indians and Mm -hmm. uh, those who are controlling business and some immigrants who are muslims yeah what about you ashley how is it like in uh in uh, zimbabwe uh in zimbabwe christians are the dominant group and Muslims are a minority group. Mm. So 
the possibility of me having a Muslim name close to zero, but mm. they are, <laughs> of course, they are like people like here and there. Mm. So my experience with the Muslim religion began when I came to Japan and when I met Fatu. <laughs> that's when I learned, that's when I started learning and appreciating and understanding more and more about them. Other than that, I I just uh, I knew that they fasted and they wore like the hijab and all, yes, 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 but like the details I didn't have, I didn't know anything. So Winston and Ashley, you guys, your eyes have opened up to, you know, <laughs> other religions yeah. being yeah. people, yeah. Not, yeah. not really being defined by their religion. What about you? Yeah, I think Japan for that. I can uh, imagine in Hokkaido, yeah. I don't know the percentage of Muslims there, but I, I can imagine it's extremely, extremely low. How has interacting with people from, I don't know, India who are Buddhists, Indonesia who are mixed up, Philippines that are mostly Christian, how has that changed your perspective of life? Well, uh, as I said earlier, because I interacted with Christians in the Gambia, like in Gambia, no Christians are a very small population, mm. but you will hardly find a Gambian Muslim that doesn't have a Christian friend, very, very close okay. friends. Because okay. like in Gambia, the relationship between Muslims and Christians is very cordial. Mm. Like we visit each other often, people have like, they are Muslims, they have, sometimes their best friends are from a Christian. You know, and if in if for instance in in the in Muslims feast, like mm. eat, you would invite your Christian friends to home and eat and party together. So mm. in Christmas time also you do the same. I you know, see. and in what Easter a- we will all look forward to having their you know what they they prepare normally the food they prepare. <laughs> <laughs> you can to drink it always. You know, so I mean, that is fun. Um, so in Japan here, mm, with the whole I, Christmas and Valentine, you know all these Christian-related uh, events. What was your reaction like then? Yeah, for instance, like, uh, because of uh, when I came initially, I think I was the, maybe the, uh, maybe only there were about two Muslims in the African, you know, African uh, community. So they, they organized a Christmas party. Mm. So we also we went there and graced the occasion, you know. So they had some present giving and all that, you know. So those things are actually not very new to me because I interacted with Christians and also met some uh, people also who are very religious, like sometimes uh, Hindus from India. Mm. You know, a friend from India here who is very nice guy, very nice to know. I meet other Muslims also, but uh, so for Japanese, they are you know they are very religious people. They they may tell you they believe in that, you know, but they're actually not very religious. Yes, so I remember this time, one time, you know, our travelers at Japan was a pro, uh, conference, then I met this Indian guy. So we were in a barbecue, and I just told him, okay, yeah, it's meat. Then I said, oh, I'm sorry, you don't eat this, it's, you know, cow meat. He said, no, 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 I don't care. <laughs> I eat, I, you know, I'm not that religious person. You know, so those are some of the things that I met uh, here. Yeah. Just to just to add on to Idrissa, for example, back home in the Gambia, um, mm. with Christians and Muslims living together, like I still I'm on my dad's side. My aunts are Christians. I've been to church so many times. Mm. So it's like we live together in so in so much harmony that like 
we celebrate each each um each um event together mm-hmm. christmas everyone is happy everyone has decorations it doesn't matter if you're muslim or christians so coming to japan and seeing that um these Jap- the japanese they also celebrate these holidays it's nothing new it's just like um being able to coexist with each other in the same place and that's just um what we feel coming here and then experiencing japanese also um celebrating these ev- uh, events yeah i personally despite the fact that i come from you know mixed community the state the possibility of your neighbor being from a different religion is quite high and people really live in harmony i i was actually shocked because uh, mm. i know that um japanese as you already mentioned don't are not really religious people so to speak so i was like hmm, uh this is a little <laughs> bit strange uh why are they celebrating all these things you know but yeah, now i'm yeah. getting used to it i think it's um you know i think Yeah. I yeah. think one thing about the Japanese celebrating for instance Christmas is what well, I pass my personal perception is because of the business community <laughs> they just want to drive their businesses so they use all that you know to sell their products you that know that the people you know what well, is actually good and fun yes that's what I believe but one thing that also that you know about the muslim being a muslim yeah for instance during the eat you know because they don't have religious holidays So you know you have to go and pray then you you rush home undress and go go back to class so you know go back to the lab so that is something very unusual for me before coming to Japan but you know since I'm in a new environment so I have learned to cope you know and accept you know what I have here you know yes as you already mentioned you know mm. uh the Japanese really don't have a religion so to speak of course yeah. When mm. a child is born, they'll have all these ceremonies. Mm-hmm. When they're getting married, they have all these ceremonies. They have all these, you know, Buddhist and Shinto mix. That's But right. when you compare, for example, religious practices to where mm-hmm. we come from, I, I feel like Africans are really, really religious people. Like, really <laughs> religious people. <laughs> and when you compare to the Japanese, it's like, if it's a scale of 0 to 10, Africans are on a 12 Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese are like on a negative five, kinda. <laughs> so for, yeah. But you see how they behave towards people, how they behave towards each other. What has that triggered in your mind? In my case, uh, you know, many of you who are from like dominant Christian communities or um, these other religions where you have pastors, you know, mm. you've had pastors doing all kinds of things and blah 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 very dramatic things and maybe people who are too religious actually mm-hmm. turning out to be the corrupt officials turning out to be the rapists turning out to be all these bad things but in the case of Japan they really are not religious people but i feel like first of all they are more honest yeah yeah they follow the rules you know things their system seems to be working without really having religion how did that hit you like when you realize yo these guys don't even know god exists but they are doing everything all the other religions say but they don't really have a religion yeah you see for me can i say something yes yes yeah without uh, disrespect to their culture and their traditions you know when i came here initially when i observed the japanese society 
I interacted with them. So when I talk to my family, I'm like, you know, these Japanese, you believe sometimes you are with them, it's like if they are Muslims, you know. <laughs> because for instance, well, what, 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 what this practice and do is what actually my religion teaches. You know that then yes. You, but then you don't follow. Yeah, but then they didn't. They didn't practice. So I believe that, for instance, like uh, they are former. Like because most of the religions have uh, the same roots. You know of teaching kindness, of being honest, of being you know disciplined, respectful to others, and being helpful. So I think they are they are they are this current culture emanated from that religion that their forefathers were believing in. So then they kept it in their society. You know, so that's what I actually believe, you know, because the, if you look at their, you know, their really, the, their society, it's actually in in agreement with many of, uh, I mean, what I mean, the religion's teachings, all the religions, what they teach, but it's what the people practice, you know, you can be religious or you pretend to be religious, but you are not actually practicing what your religion is telling you, you know, so it happens. So yeah. I believe that's what the Japanese society because they are a very they are a homogeneous society and they are an island. Mm-hmm. They are free from, you know, foreign influence and all that. So they kept that tradition in them, you know. So I think the society has such religious roots. Yeah. That teaches them. Ashley, yeah. how, how did you compare them not really believing in God, so to speak, and in the situation, the religious situation in Zimbabwe? I found the I found that the Japanese society is um, amazing and mm, it's all yeah. surprising. Like um, you would expect them to behave like um, people who are not Christians or like who are non-religious, but mm. they actually have the the core values that are affiliated towards religion, like um, in uh, and has said so. Mm-hmm. I respect them because even though they do not know about religion, they are still very good. They are still kind. They're generous. They're respectful. Mm. They, um, they care for the other person, like you know, caring for the other person the same way you care for yourself, like. You know, mm. love your neighbor the way you love yourself, you know, all that. So I I, I don't understand how they do it. Right. I also I, I really don't understand how they do it. But I am just so glad because even if they're not religious, look at the crime rate. The crime yeah. rate is low. That is true. But we expect this to be the opposite case because they are not religious, but it's actually amazing crime rate is low and um the way they raise their kids they Mm. have all these rules governing how they raise their kids it's also similar like in a religious setting where there are rules which govern how kids should behave Mm. but they don't have that so i i find it amazing and i don't understand it right right i i don't understand what has been your you, you know your perspective, your your thoughts on this whole, you know, Japanese people not being really really religious, but turning out to be better human beings. <laughs> in, in um, yeah. 
Yeah, I think uh, the big problem of um, religion is um, religiosity, Mm. uh, which means when you care more or like when you give attention to your own religion and uh, not to another people and not loving others, uh, you may think that you're better than others and then the conflict will start. So as Ashley was saying, here people tend to respect more the human beings, the other human beings, and they tend to love and respect than caring about uh, their identity or caring about your religion. So I think that is really important. Uh, the Japanese society, they they don't judge you like, for instance, firstly, we tend to judge people, okay, are you Muslim? Yeah. Are you yeah. Christian? You know? And for them, that's not important. What's important is like you are a human being like me, and then I respect you, I will treat you with respect that you deserve. I feel embarrassed a lot of time when I meet brothers and sisters, and um, the first question that the person will ask me is like, are you Muslim? Sometimes mm-hmm. you feel offended, like, are you Muslim or are you Christian? Is that important? Is that the first thing that you want to know? Like, my name is not important. Where I come from is not important for you. Mm-hmm. So you want, you, know, you want to know if I'm Christian, I'm Muslim. So I think that is the, the difference. In Japan, the first thing people care is like, what's your name? Where you come from? That's you want to know important. the individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just to add on to Wilson, um, I, I believe the simple answer is respect. Um, Japanese respect everything, um, whether, whether it's something living or not living. For example, when yeah. you go out and eat with a Japanese, how they treat the food, how they, um, even after they are done, the plate, how it looks like, like they treat everything with respect. And I think they just channel that with regards to people, regardless of your religion or how you look or anything of that sort. So. I think the the base answer is basically they just show respect to everything and anything. So yeah. Mm, I think also some people, uh, some people who pretend to be very religious, there is also an overwhelming number of people also who are religious in court, but they don't they don't know their religion. So mm-hmm. when they act, people believe it's their religion that is actually teaching them such things. You know, uh-huh. so that is also, you know, that is something also that should be put into consideration. So in the Japanese society, it's like you are brought up in a sense that you are trained to act like that. You mm-hmm. know, so you 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 develop with such characters. You know, yeah. yeah. So, but in other religions, people don't know about their religious books and all that. So, you know, so I think that's also something. Yeah, I think that brings us to the question like, um, how has your religion? shaped you while living in japan yeah well for me um being a muslim there are some things i don't do like Mm. my religion is like a way of living so it has shaped my relationships um with regards Mm. to how i interact with people um Mm. how i talk to people being a muslim it's it brings out something in me um a lot of things in me so it has affected a lot of things in the way i live even the food i eat and a lot of other things 
So how about you guys? How has your religion shaped you in a bit in Japan here? Ashley? Um well like you have said uh, religion has also shaped the way I live mm-hmm. because um okay for example here in uh, in Japan uh the Japanese people are quite liberal with food and alcohol. Mm-hmm. They they eat, they drink and it's normal mm-hmm. for even um teenagers and college students but back home it's a taboo like how can you be drinking alcohol and you're a teenager no it doesn't happen so I, I, I've been able to actually like um, continue upholding my values to like set my set myself apart and like being able to tell them no I don't drink no I don't eat this no mm-hmm. I don't um, I, I don't wear this or you know all that yeah. um easy you know the pressure of being asked to try something new eat this yeah. you know that but because of my religious um value mm. i have just been able to say no i don't yeah. do this i don't go uh to these functions and yeah. and also about um but their religion, I yeah. have some. I've had some invitations to go and worship to, to their temple and their god. But yeah. I feel like it's idolatry. I cannot. That is true. I just have been able to like uphold my values, and it has like protected me from. I don't know places and experience that may be harmful to me. I see. Yeah, exactly. For example, like as a Muslim, I don't drink and um, coming to Japan, I still um, continue to not drink. I don't drink alcohol. I don't eat pork. Um, Intentionally, I don't eat pork. Sometimes like that's one of the challenges um, in Japan with regards to eating pork. Like a lot of their food has pork. So you have to always ask what is in there. So I don't eat pork, and um, the only thing is that um, with regards to food, um, halal. Um, not a lot of things are halal, so you have to compromise a little bit with regards to halal and non-halal. Uh, I think we'll talk about that later with regards to our challenges. Um, yeah. I personally, I will not lie to you, but I've had a bit of a, a questioning my faith. <laughs> I really had um, some sort of awakening battle and that is mostly because of living in Japan you see uh, I'll give you an example but back home divine intervention is like hey we can't do this we've met a small problem we we don't want to use our brains we're calling on too good you know it's really got me thinking I'm like at what point is divine intervention should it come in at the beginning along the way are or are we as a people too lazy to want to use our brains you know 